Hey world, you're listening to The Real Rob Taylor on realrobtaylor.com. From Ghent in Belgium, Stiefel are a seriously hard-rocking band with influences ranging from Led Zeppelin and Grand Funk Railroad to Thin Lizzy, Prince and even Kanye West. Stiefel's second single from the EP Thank You is called Stink. To talk about that and more, Stephen Verhauen joins me now. Did I get that right, Stephen? You got that perfectly right. Okay, cool. We're off to a good start then, Marvels. (laughs) Cool. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to talk to you. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but, you know, um, I, I'm overjoyed to have you on. I was, uh, uh, I, I, I heard the EP and, you know, there's something I wanted to make clear to everybody listening to this is that there is not a bad track on this EP. This is like a, there is no filler. This is great, great, great music. And so, you know, um, uh, there's something I'm happy to evangelize about. So I'm delighted to have you on. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's not so at cool. all, not at all. So, um, so let's let's kick off and talk about Belgium. Um, right. It's a small country with a lot mm-hmm. going on. Evidently, uh, you've got um, uh, other bands I've played. Second Opinion uh, are out of Belgium. Uh, Lanorze, um, who who are a uh, a, a, a um, grunge metal band. I think they were right. built as. Um, and lots of symphonic rock I hear coming out of there. What's in the water <laughs> over there at the moment? Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, of course, there's a lot of pop music. Uh, that that's that that's the main thing that's going on. There's not a very big rock scene at the moment for uh, some reason. When I was younger, there was more metal and hard rock going uh, in our in. And actually, we're talking about not even like all of Belgium. We're talking about Flanders here because we're still divided a right. little bit. So when I'm talking about that, it's like you have like little scenes here and there, but uh, rock music is a uh, is definitely not the main uh, the main focus here in Belgium. So uh, I'm I'm the odd one out, to be honest. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, because I cause, I mean, for me, I've been to Belgium briefly. Uh, you know, I've I've kind of uh, to be you know I've been through it. I think I've not spent any significant time there at all. So so just for me and everybody else in in my situation. Um, you say you're still divided, and um, you, because it's a it's a relatively small country, yeah. um, I'm the way that I kind of picture it <clears throat> is um, that it's you know it's kind of a big neighborhood almost, and so it, it sounds like that's completely wrong. Yeah, it's 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 so it's such a weird country in that kind of uh, in that in that way that it's when you get like airplay. And you think you're, oh, I got mainstream radio to, to play me. Then mm. it's even not the whole country. It's half of the country because you got two stations doing the mainstream thing, you know, and it's such a small country. So it's a, it's a bit weird and divided kind of uh, uh, nature be- between like the, still the French part and the, and the, the, the Flemish, the Dutch speaking part right. of our country. So, but, you know, uh, everyone, everyone, uh, everyone tries their best to, to, to have their foot in the door and then and, and to do their thing and i think like whatever you can do like i'm i, I wasn't with stevel it's not it's never been the idea of trying to like conquer mainstream radio in, in belgium because i don't think we kind of fit here mm. uh we have more it's 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 a funny thing because when we play our music abroad uh, or when people hear it abroad they're uh, way more excited than the people here in in in, in, uh, in belgium <laughs> which is uh, which is a funny thing, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. And by abroad, you mean do you mean sort of uh, across the European continent generally, or, or yeah, yeah. We we've we've had quite some. Um, uh, we we've we've got quite the fan base in Italy for some reason. Like, right, cool. uh, we've played there a couple of times already, and uh, we've we've been, we've gotten airplay almost every song, even from the last record. So uh, it's it's I think it's 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 a kind of like cultural thing. You feel that they're more passionate about rock and roll music there, and and even like in the UK or like, I don't think we we have that much of that in uh, in Belgium. Mm, that's, that's interesting. I mean, you say for some reason you've got a fan base. I'm like, because you're awesome. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why Thanks. it is. I can tell Thanks. them that. I don't know what's going. On. I mean, this seems this is this is a really odd kind of. Um, uh, cognitive dissonance I'm feeling with with Belgium because I get sent so much rock music out of Belgium of various kinds. I mean, Second Opinion are a punk band, and I, I compared them. I basically, I, uh, um, they they quoted me on Instagram because because I said that their uh, their entire album has um, 
has a kung fu record sound and the kung fu records put out the <laughs> I mean cool. I'm sure sure you know but uh, you know it's and it really does I, I I haven't spoken to them yet but um you know I gather it's self-produced and and um you know it's, it's got the it's got an amazing sound to it so um yeah by the way don't get me wrong there's a lot of rock and roll bands and there's a lot of cool music people that, that I, there are a lot of people that are making really cool stuff here in Belgium but it doesn't get like main uh, airplay or, or main radio stuff or, or, or real attention because mm. uh, the scene it's just it's just different the big stages and the, and the and the big things like they get for that indie kind of pop stuff right that's a big thing here in Belgium and and just pop music in general Flemish like uh, talking like pop music that's a big thing here that's why so, they call it pop I guess yeah but it's and nothing wrong with that you know no. like uh, I love it too but for the kind of music that we're making, there's not really a, a scene or like uh, an outlet here in, in Belgium. Mm, well, that's interesting. Um, uh, well, you you know you're lucky that you have the rest of the European continent to uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> to, to travel to. We'll we'll talk about the Brexit and its effects uh, a little later on. But um, you formed in 2015. Let's talk about the band. So you formed in 2015. Um, I, I, I I've seen it written that Stiefel is Stephen Verhauen, uh, yeah. and I've also seen you refer to in the plural. So, so tell us about, uh, you know, who is Stiefel? Stiefel is me. That's, that's, that's essentially the thing. Uh, it's my artist name. It's one that stuck from years, years before I even started Stiefel from my best friend calling me that. It was like a kind of a nickname. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I was doing a lot of session work as a, as a session musician, playing for pop acts and then playing for other musicians and writing songs for other people. And at one point in time, I was kind of fed up with the whole, and the chorus needs to be like that, and it needs to have that mm. sound, and it needs to come in like that. And it's it's very much at, uh, around 40 seconds, the chorus has to start, and mm. that's how it's supposed to be constructed and everything. And I was like, you know what? I, I want to do something that like makes me feel liberated and feel good and feel great about the kind of music that I want to hear and that I feel that is there's not a lot, lot of there. Of, of that kind of music out there these days. Mm. Uh, so I wanted to try, and I, I tried, like, I, I started writing songs on my own a little bit. I sat together with some producers who, uh, I had, like, this idea of that getting that kind of, like, backbeat hip-hop feel. That That's hence the, the because the Kanye West thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I love the, the, the heavy beat that he has, and the kind of, because it reminds me even of some rock music and, like, it all comes back mm. but i wanted to take that like vibe that heavy like that kind of thing yeah and turn it into like a rock thing and uh actually i i, I recorded the first song of steve i recorded everything except for the drums it was a session player that i knew that i've always like looked up to his mm. name is uh, eric bostils uh, and I asked him to like join the session and I was like, yeah, if you would come in because he has that kind of like Ian Pacey, uh, John Bonham-esque kind of playing. Yeah. Uh, and, and he came in and he nailed it. It was the song On Fire and he just killed that groove. And uh, from then on, I played with him and, and a bass player called Walter Berlan. We did like one gig and we just felt like, okay, this is, this is it. This is the, the the formation. It's a power trio, and it just works. We we uh, you don't have to think. Sometimes, like when I first started with like musicians and getting together with people, it was a uh, it was always like a struggle because one had the opinion oh, it needs to be like this or it needs to be like that or like I had to tell them like no play it like this play it like that. And with us three, it it was it, it locked instantly. I didn't have to say anything. They kind of already knew. They were like, they looked at each other and looked at me and they were like, oh, probably <laughs> that. And they did it. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Everything slotted into place. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And then we recorded the whole first album uh, like that, actually, with the whole band. And then uh, we did it with a, with a producer from a, a good friend of mine called Watt Snowart, who did an amazing job on the first record. Uh -huh. And uh, and we, we stuck with the name Stiefel. So like in... In, in fairness, it's 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 me, Stiefel. Mm -hmm. That's my my nickname. It's it's who I am. But I I, I see it as a band. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would be able to do this thing without the other two, because they bring such a creativity and such a you like it, their own character is is just embedded in those tracks and in this music. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a producer myself, so normally the way we work is just I, I, I make a track at home in, in my own logic, in my own studio. I program some drums with the idea I have, and, uh, and then I take it to like the, the guys, and then we together, and then they're like, oh, you probably want me, want, wanted to do this. <laughs> and then he does it and I'm like yeah okay yeah you you know and then the same with the bass lines I, I, I have like an idea of what I would do and then he does something and then I'm like sitting there I'm like F I'm like sorry <laughs> I'm like I could not I could not have come up with that you know it's, it's yeah, uh, yeah. so it's a band for me uh, a, but, 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 but it's like Alice Cooper they started out mm. as a band uh, but it, it's a, you know Alice because he's the front man yeah so it's it's that kind of thing that's yeah, uh, yeah. how i like to compare it with <laughs> so so it's a collaborative effort then clearly and uh, but oh, the yeah. um uh, the um would you say the songwriting duties are shared but or is are the lyrics all you the lyrics are on me they're okay. very personal and very uh biographical at some points and sometimes they're, they're very yeah no they're all me the the lyrics are all me the music most of it is me as well but arrangement i gotta hand it to those guys they they they, it's like they take my like rough idea, and then they turn it into this monster. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome when that works out, and and, and it really yeah. really does. So so um you know I I must confess I've not heard your first album. So so oh, just okay. tell us about that. The first album is called Stung. Um, I came out of a relationship from like that lasted eight years, and I broke up. And uh, a lot of those songs are about like, you know like. I don't know if, if you've like a lot of people have been there have have had a long relationship and then they become single again where there's like a, a huge <laughs> mm. uh, party uh, and and you, you like you go to parties you meet other people and you do crazy stuff yeah and and then you meet someone uh that like that, that, that like grounds you again and you're like oh I did. I did not know that uh, this was going to happen. You know, mm, yeah, and that's what yeah. that whole album is about. It's called Stung because uh, the, for the, it's the opening track, and it starts off with the the thing is like I didn't know that I could fall in love again, but I got right. stung. Like I didn't like expect anything to happen, but there it was. And all of the album is about the breakup, about like um, the partying, the and meeting someone new. So it's like a whole kind of story in like the whole album. That's cool. what it's, okay. it's about. Uh, I'll look forward to discovering that. I mean, that's uh, this is that's, that's something for me to uh, to to find out in the in the kind of um, you know the I, I've become a Stevel completist. I think since ah, I heard, <laughs> there we go, there since, we go. <laughs> since I heard the EP, <laughs> so I, I'm going to look forward to uh, to to to, uh, to hearing that. Um, cool. Okay. So uh, and the, that brings us to to the EP. Um, that's called Thank You, uh, mm -hmm. which is also the subtitle of the first track. Uh, you released from that EP, I think, yeah. uh, Who I Am. Um, yeah. We're going to listen to that in just a second. Just sort of take us through what it's about, and, and we'll uh, then we'll play it and have a listen. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, the Thank You, the Who I Am song uh, was actually the, the song that uh, set the tone and the sound for the rest of the album for me. And, and like, uh, I, had, I, I think I had written 20 songs, or 30 almost, and I presented them to the band and we had a, a fierce discussion as we sometimes have <laughs> and the best one is water uh, the, the bass player he always like no this is not for Stevel. this is like something else or like this is for whatever and like you shouldn't do this and you and then we get in like a kind of uh, a, a, a positive discussion <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, and then i come back to it and i listen and i'm like oh, actually he's right these songs are like another thing and then this is so i came to the conclusion that I wanted to do like an EP that was like the first album a little bit, yeah. but more like it's in the same kind of line of like, where I, where am I at this moment in time? Mm -hmm. And the songs that fitted that and the sound that fitted that. And the Who I Am song um, is essentially about, I, I, I've, I've, I've lost my mom uh, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it hit hard because I did not have the best relationship with her. Um, and uh, so it, it, she, she had to work her way back for years to get back into my life. Mm. And then at the end of like, we had like a, a beautiful moment that we had closure about everything that happened. Right. And uh, the Who I Am song is, is 
she's a part of me. Uh, and I, I got to, I got to find out that stuff that made her who she was, was because she had that part of her dad in her mm. who did like, who did awful stuff to her. And then she did some stuff that was not nice to me, but it kind of hardened me. And, 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 I, and I was like, yeah, maybe I should be, instead of like being mad about everything and being like, oh, why did this happen? Why didn't, why didn't I have this or why did, and I, I think in that way we were very similar hmm. and I got to, I got to find out that, about that. And that's what that song is about. Like I got to be thankful for the stuff that she put me through the good and the bad. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and it's the same for her and like her relationship with her dad and probably her dad with like his dad or, or like, and it's, a, it's, I think it's a very universal thing that like the stuff that you go through, it, it makes you who you are. So uh, that's what that song is about. Okay, let's listen to it. Stevel, who I am. For all the times you let it down When you pushed it to the side I guess I gotta thank you Thank you For when she didn't feel at home For when she ran away alone I guess I gotta thank you Thank you For when you thought a dirty hand Would never ever make it sad I guess I gotta thank you Gotta thank you Thank you Who cares about a hit and run She got the cleaning when you're done I guess I gotta thank you Thank you All your bitterness aside Melted away when they all died I guess I gotta thank you Thank you
Stevel and who I am uh, still with me is Stephen Verhauen. Um, and Stephen, we were talking uh, during the song um, about basically the craft of songwriting and the, the craft yeah. of, of musicianship. We covered a lot of ground in in, <laughs> uh, in that conversation, so let's not try and cover it again. But um, but you were just talking about the sort of uh, the the production side of things and the, yeah. the sort of an analyzing. Um, you know, what needs to be in the song and, and, and what doesn't. Can you mm. elaborate a little further on that? Yeah, no problem. There's, uh, after making the first album with a, with a friend of mine, the producer, uh, Watts Nowart, who did, who did an, an amazing job and I learned so much from that guy, uh, being in the studio and seeing him do everything and, and like how he arranged stuff and, and how he puts like the, 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 the beat. And, 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 and he told me like when I was recording guitars even, he was like, uh, don't put the slide there. And I was like doing it because, you know, you've seen like Joe Perry from Aerosmith do it or, or like Slash or whatever, <laughs> you know, like one of, or Jimmy Page. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's cool going like or something like that. And he's like, no, just go it'll have way more power. And I, and I, and I was like, but the, the is so cool when you do the slide. And he's like, yeah, but you'll lose the impact. People mm. will like know that it's coming. And I was like, oh, I hadn't, I hadn't really like thought about it like that. So I, I actually like love the silences that can be like deafening in some songs when yeah. it like takes everything out and then it comes back in. It, it can be like, like a sledgehammer hitting you in the back of the head. And uh, that's how I approach the, the second, like the EP I actually uh, record it. We recorded the drums and the bass uh, in a big room together to get that sound mm. but all the rest i did myself uh, so i mixed the album the ep uh, i produced it um i arranged everything so what 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 what's a hard thing to do for me is is actually picking the stuff that needs to be in there mm. and uh and it's pr it's it's pretty hard because the song needs to be for me in my eyes to have a good song you need to be able to play it like on an acoustic guitar or like piano and vocal and if it's still good then then mm. you know you have a good song and then you can start building you're like oh that sound would be cool that drum part would, would be cool and then you start building everything and uh, i normally let myself go and like record too much mm. and at the end of the process i i mostly close my eyes and i take i go track by track and i mute and unmute it uh just to to check like does it make does it add something to the song like even if it's the best part i've ever recorded it doesn't matter if it's not adding anything like it's it's going to be stronger the song is going to be more like you 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 want to you get you want to get a message across you want to get like an emo an emotion across that you've got with that song you wrote on an acoustic guitar and you don't want like anything to get in the way of that even if it's the coolest sound you've ever recorded yeah, yeah. you know you want it to lift it up and uh, and that's that's what i did with this production and i learned a lot from what in that first album and and uh it took me a while to figure all that out on my own because it's uh, you, you don't have like a lot of you, you're not with two or three people in the studio. You're just, it's just yeah. you and your opinion. You need to, you need to keep yourself in check a lot of times, you know. Mm. Yeah, but it's yeah. uh, it's fun because this album, this EP, uh, it's like it is what it what it's supposed to be for me. Like it, like I had a sound in my head. I had a how it so how it was like how i thought it should sound and it's at the end of the when i was done mixing it i was like yeah i don't think i could have done anything better that's that's a, it's, <laughs> that's yeah, a good so, situation to be in. <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like i was super happy i was like yeah I, uh, there's nothing more to add there's nothing more to do here like it's 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 done and then yeah. i knew you know but yeah, uh yeah. it's fun it's so much fun doing that stuff I love yeah, it. That's awesome, and yeah, and you know, you you make a living out of it too. It's it, it's uh, you yep. know, it's, a, it's living the dream. Lip, I am, I am uh, <laughs> really living the dream, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's it's let's a, let's talk about communication because this is something I'm picking up on from. Uh, you, you talked about the band Stevel mm -hmm. as opposed to yourself and uh, and the guys that you work with. Um, it, it seems that um, you know communication is kind of paramount because from what i if i had to sum up what you've told me about the guys that you mm -hmm. work with and the guys that you you work with best um they're not afraid to tell you no no 
no, I don't want that. I don't want once. I don't want uh, yes sayers. I don't want anyone going around me and being like, yeah, it's the best thing, man. Let's do it. Like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I want someone to tell me like, sorry, Steve, like what you did there. Sorry, it's shit. Hmm. You know, and then I'll, and I mostly know, uh, on <laughs> because of my reaction when I react very heavily, I'm like, no, come on, it's the blah, blah, blah. then I know that he's right. <laughs> <laughs> when you get defensive about, yeah, it, yeah, when I get very defensive about something, I'm like, oh no, uh, he's right. Uh, and 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 when I can keep my cool, and when I'm like, nah, I I think you can see it that way, but wait. I know what I, where I'm going with this. It's not there yet, maybe, or like, but it's cool. It's it's cool to have that. Like, you you need that. I th the best stuff come out of like conflict or like when you're like scared of you're doing something that you're like, ah, it's something new. It's like I don't know if like everyone's gonna like. Like you shouldn't be thinking mm -hmm. about that stuff. You just need to have something that like makes you feel alive and makes you like, oh, this is exciting. I'm like I don't know where this is going. You know, if you're doing yeah. like if I was doing. The same thing as I did in the first album, and it was just going through the motions. You get like, I think a very, very tame album. Why would mm. you want that? I wouldn't want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so let, let's talk about more albums then, and more mm -hmm. music. Um, uh, we've uh, we've all had a lockdown. You're in Belgium. You're in Ghent, and um, and I'm in Manchester in the UK. And so I don't know what uh, I, I know that Belgium was hit hard by COVID, and and um, yeah. uh, I, it's difficult to compare whether it was sort of uh, as, as bad, less bad, or if it was whatever city. Or so let's not try and do that. But um, uh, you know, during lockdown um, and, and and over this very strange twelve months that we've all experienced. Yeah. Um, What's been keeping you busy? Have you been um, have you been able to uh, continue working uh, professionally? Have you or have you you know have you had more time to sort of uh, work on Stevel stuff? What's been going on? Yeah, it's it's actually um, funny you'd say that because I finished the the EP during the first lockdown, uh, the, the beginning, and 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 I think if there were if there wouldn't have been a lockdown, I think it would have taken me longer. Because mm. I wouldn't have been home. Because I'm playing a lot. I'm I play with a lot of artists, uh, and I play with, with with a different artist here in Belgium as well. And there's always something to do. There's always something to to make. Or like I work for TV stuff as well. I, I produce music for them, uh, like like opening credits or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, I think that's my salvation a little bit. That I, that I have that. That I that I was be that I was able to like be at home and, and still be creative, uh, you know, still chase something, something mm -hmm. new or, or still work on music. I think it's a lot harder for a lot of people that like talking for like, like my drummer, he's, he's a drummer, you know, that's what yeah. he does. He does sessions and he plays live. That's like his income. That's mm -hmm. his life playing live music. So for him, it's, it's been, it's been hell, you know, yeah. um, he, he, He's just sitting at home waiting for me to send some stuff to record, or he's he's waiting for another session. But like normally, he would go out and play like all the time. Uh, and I think it's it's a lot harder on those people. Like for me, it was kind of weird because in the beginning of the 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 lockdown, when it hit, I was kind of I don't know how to say that. Uh, for me, it was like kind of like a moment to like breathe a little bit because I was mm. going very hard. I was uh, going out playing every day, every day, mm. and then coming home, working night to to do the productions or like the other side of the. Because it's working. Like I'm not complaining here because I love what I do. That's why I, I I'm kind of a workaholic, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but when 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 COVID stroke uh, was, was when when COVID be began when it when it hit, uh, the only thing was left was like the production. So it gave me like some free space hmm. to work on that stuff and to work on like other things. Uh, but to be honest, like after twelve months, I just want to get back on the stage yeah, yeah. and like you know and blow out some speakers. Yeah, yeah, 12, um, 12 months is quite enough for all of us, I think. But I think I think I'm I'm I I can I can say that I'm very uh very glad that I I'm still able to do what I I recorded this uh I finished this EP. I recorded another EP. 
uh, of like I told you I wrote like 30 songs for this one. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another EP I did with more like acoustic songs, mm -hmm. which is also a kind of uh, a Stiefel thing that's going to come out. But it's a, uh, I recorded it with a tape recorder uh, because I wanted to, to, to have like, like I said, if the song is good enough to play with just the guitar and a vocal and it stands on its own, then, then you have a good song. And I wanted to, I had like a lot of songs that were very dear to me about my family, about my dad, about uh, very personal stuff Yeah. that I wrote some acoustic songs about. And I was like, let's do something that has no production at all. Yeah. And it uh, reminds me, like, it reminded me of like, I'm like in my room all the time because of this thing that's out there. But when I was 14, 15, I was in my room all the time as well <laughs> with just the tape recorder and I was recording myself like stupid so like the the worst songs you've ever heard in your life probably <laughs> but I was <laughs> I having <don't> <laughs> so I was so happy I was like the happiest ever like when I think back of that like those times I was like in my own world mm. uh, and I was like oh it's the perfect time to do something like that so I took like an old Philips tape recorder just like you know like the yeah, the little, yeah. The, the yeah. little mono ones with the, the mono ones you can yeah, drag yeah. around, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I have that one and I wrote, I recorded uh, six songs just with me with an acoustic guitar mm -hmm. and my vocal, but look with one mic. So it, it, it <laughs> the tape makes it sound a little bit, so it does not sound hi-fi at all. It's no. a bit lo-fi, but it works for those songs. And I yeah. even recorded a song with my daughter because cool. it's about her and me and like, uh, and then I uh, and, and I was and I was listening to it and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if like people will get this because it sounds like a bad demo, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and I and, and I um, sent it to my I sent actually the tape to my producer who did the the first album, mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, it's so cool, man! Like, what are you gonna do with it? I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I, I would keep it like that or maybe if we like put some soundscapes or whatever. And he's working on a, a project called Alum. Mm. Which is uh, with a lot of like analog synth kind of stuff. Yeah, that he's making his kind of music, and I was like, maybe just like, do s you 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 go nuts. You have like, so he has a four track. He's gonna mm -hmm. put it in, and he's <laughs> got three tracks left to put on something. Yeah, and, I suppose he does. Yeah, and uh, that's what he's gonna do. And I don't know what, so I'm, I've just let it like go. The 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 one I the thank you EP. I recorded everything. Uh, myself, I mixed everything and I, I kept everything close to me. And with this one, I was like, "Yeah, maybe it's cool to let someone else, you know, experience yeah, yeah, the song yeah. as as he thinks what the mood should be or like whatever." And I don't know what it is. I'm, it might come back and I'll be like, "Oh no." <laughs> yeah. well perhaps but you but know perhaps so, but i don't but i don't think so i don't think so I, I i trust that guy completely and uh i think it's going to be a very it's going to be a joint project now it's going to stevelin alone and mm. i think that's the next thing that i'm going to release but so i've been busy with that I've, I've been doing some pop artists uh that i've been working with and writing for anyone we know uh here in belgium probably Laura tesoro is a, is a big pop artist in belgium mm -hmm. Um, uh, Jill Shaw is another pop artist here in Belgium, uh, I've, I'm, and I'm doing a kind of like a Americana project as well uh, that I've been working on. Uh, uh, I, I'm a I write a lot of songs. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I write with a lot of people together as well. Like even mm. for this EP, the Thank You EP, uh, I co-wrote like some some of the songs, like the Drive It Like You Stole It. I wrote together with uh, Milo Meskus, uh, the Stink. I co-wrote with. Um, Another band you should actually check out, like uh, he's called uh, Jorge van der Sande. He's the singer for a band called Ria. Okay. I, I'll, 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 I'll send you. I'll send you the Spotify link or, or the site. You really need to check him out. I think you'll love him. Awesome, do that, so. and uh, I, I'll, I'll put it on the um, I'll, I'll put it on on the uh, the show page for this uh, interview as well. So anybody listening can also yeah uh, yeah the, do it. They're they're an amazing rock, but they sound a little bit like um, they're, they're a Royal Blood kind of band. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's very cool. Oh, so but, but I keep I keep writing I keep making stuff so uh, I just keep busy and and it's not because uh, I'm trying to keep myself busy it's just happening you know just yeah just how how it is oh, that's, yeah I mean that's yeah. uh, that's extraordinary when you've got that kind of when you hit that seam of creativity 
Um, yeah. It's well worth doing. And I think that I, I was saying this to Madman State when I interviewed him the other week that um, – that there's going to be this big, I think, you know, come sort of June, July, there's going to be a huge boom of, yeah. of, uh, of creativity that, you know, this is, that's been pent up so much over the last sort of 12 months and all this stuff's going to hit us at once. It's going to be a big tsunami of creativity. So, you oh, know, it's a, can't wait. <laughs> no, well, I know is you know, it's a really exciting time, you know, and, yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, this is it's, it's an extraordinary time, but uh, but you know, the, the, some good is going to come out of it. I think at least. So, uh, you know, it's it's fascinating stuff. So, so um, let's let's talk about Stink. This is the um, okay. the the second track from the EP that's a, out as a single now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, we'll take a listen to it, but uh, but but before we do, uh, tell us what it's about. Yeah. So um, as I said, like with the last album, it was like where was I? at that point in my life and i was still having a day job at that point in in in, uh, in my life and uh, i had some big differences with the work the guy was uh, who i was working for um and he was actually he, you have those kind of people that just want to they want to stand above someone you know yeah. even if they're wrong mm-hmm. uh, they're like and everyone knows he's wrong but he's still like yeah but i'm in this position so <laughs> i can do whatever i want you know yeah and uh, I've always had trouble with those kind of people. They're like the the naysayers. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> I, 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 I hate it when 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 someone has that kind of like, this is my opinion, you know, and I'm uh, and I'm enforcing this opinion on you because this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And uh, and and I'm like, no, but it's good that it's your opinion, but like objectively, it's not right, you know. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you should just like keep your opinion to yourself. And that's what that like song. That's the spark of that song, but like, essentially, it's it's. Uh, I tried I tried to take that song together with Yorgu, who I wrote it with from Ria, uh-huh. to take it bigger, because even in these times, it's that like, there are people out there that are like saying the most insane stuff and getting heard by other people and, and people believing them. Like we've all seen what happened in the states and like the, mm. the Trump thing and everything. And then there's a lot of people online like someone posts a picture and the, 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 the stuff people get thrown over them, mm. like the, the, like venom or like vicious, vicious comments and vicious stuff. Like, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm actually like thinking like, do you think people would, would like, is it going to be like this? Is this the new normal? Like people just putting other people down and it's okay to say the most outrageous stuff to someone. Mm. I, I don't understand. And, if would you say that to me when you were standing next to me? I think so. The scary part is, I think a lot of people would think it's normal now that you can mm. say whatever you want, even if it hurts people or if if it's you know if it like makes people do bad stuff. And I'm like, why? Why would you want to do that? Why? Like, what good can come of it? Yeah, that's the 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 idea behind the song. And I was like, why don't you think? Be for the for the love of God, yeah. why don't you think <laughs> before you stink out of your mouth? And I was like, it's such a simple and 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 like a silly line, yeah. but I was like, yeah, it just it's just, it's just how I feel about it. And I'm like, even like, <laughs> and I was thinking, by the way, maybe because I wrote this song, I should maybe just, I'm putting my opinion out there as well now. I should shut up. <laughs> maybe you're a hypocrite. <laughs> I might be I'm a hypocrite, you know? But whatever, I'm like, th- like before you say something, think like what, like do you, do you think something positive is going to come from this? Like will yeah, it help yeah. someone? Will what, it, like, what good can come of it, yeah. Yeah, and, if, yeah. and I think if anyone out there like online or whatever, like if you see like a video that like that you don't like, or if someone sings a song online on their Instagram and you don't like it, yeah, whatever. Why do you have to like post and tell that guy like, oh, you're the worst, the, the, the. you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. but why? Like the guy is like probably at home, like all of us sitting yeah, there yeah. and he gets like enjoyment like making these movies. It's good for mm-hmm. him. If you don't want to listen to it, just don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's well, what it's about. In well, a, we, we, we could go into a, a long, long debate about indeed, exactly, indeed, exactly indeed, what indeed. makes people do that. But um but anyway, let's not do that. Let's instead oh. listen to the track. This is Stevel and Stat. Put it up.
to know a teeny weeny little man He had ideas too big for my head He got me stunned and I don't know how But he'll make sure that I'll do somehow I got the feeling that he's pushing me around He's been on hitting and dragging me down He doesn't know him but he's gonna find out That his bullshit won't ever call me out I know Stephen's with me still. Stephen, um, uh, we've talked about your, your we've talked about the entire history of your your music. I think uh, in in yeah. the last half hour or so. But um, uh, so, uh, what remains to talk about is what's coming up in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Uh, so, as I said, uh, I, I recorded that uh, an acoustic um, album, mm-hmm. an EP. It's going to be it's six songs. I don't know when I'm going to release it, but. Uh, We'll see <laughs> when 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 it when it when time is when the time is right, but uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. And this is uh, this is the first time I'm saying this. Uh, we're go- probably gonna go like on a little tour with Zach Person, right? Who's a who's a very cool uh, rock artist from Austin, Texas. Uh, very kind of g- Gary Clark Jr. kind of uh, kind of artist, which is very very cool. So we're doing a couple of dates in September, hopefully. Okay. Um, and where and are they going to be? Uh, Germany, Belgium, and hopefully France. We'll see. Where's like the thing is like there's a and I understand of course most of the venues they're very hesitant because the our bookers they were like yeah a lot of people are just still they're waiting because they don't want to mm-hmm. book anything without with knowing that they're going to have to like cancel or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see what happens. I'm just I can't I can't wait because. You know, like I, I, I took a risk uh, putting out this EP uh, in October because I thought, you know, I think we're going to be able to go and play in the mm-hmm. beginning of like yeah. 2021. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. we were going to go be able to go on tour in like February or something. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, uh, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So uh, yet again, we're <laughs> dropping the last single and we'll see what happens because these songs are so much fun to play live. Yeah, uh, oh, I did yeah. some of them when I like I, I did some some tryouts and and I know like this one the stink one, it it's like people sing it like after the first chorus they like sing along it's because <laughs> it's so simple of course yeah <laughs> also but it's it's so much fun to you know like and, and like remind people like come on there's there's got to be someone in your life that's like that guy 
you know, or that girl, you know. Everybody knows somebody. Everyone yeah, knows yeah. someone. He's like, why don't you think, please, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's so much fun. You can see people going like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to do that again live. You know, it's uh, it's the most fun having that interaction and like lifting those songs up uh, to another level, even than than the recording. You know, they make so, it happen. You know, so. Is there any danger of um, <laughs> of European acts being able to tour the UK? Um, <laughs> we're the, the UK. Is, you know, we've been through the whole Brexit thing. Yeah. We we know here what it's like from our point of view, and there's a lot of artists who who are um, um, almost mourning the death of European touring. I'm sure it won't be like that, but it is going to be more difficult. It's not just a case of just uh, hopping on a plane or or in a bus with your stuff and and going and tour Europe anymore. Um, uh, so uh, from the other side uh, of the channel, um, you know, what's the what's the situation? Are we going to see fewer bands touring the UK or do you just not know yet? I think it's going to like the, the the sad thing is that like a lot of bands that that are doing it on their own that uh, don't have a big booking agency behind them mm. or a big label that they, they don't have just it's all about money. You know, it's, yeah. you got to be able to like pay the band, pay the, the travel expenses, pay pay everything I could, and before this whole thing I think anyone from the UK could come to to Europe uh and it, and it wasn't a hassle to like get gear over here or like whatever and I think it's for the smaller like bands that started out it's going to take longer for them to break out of that like bubble you know and and be mm-hmm. able to go to like Europe or and it's going to be the same for us because you know like the UK for us it's that it's the land of hope and dreams, you know, like for us, <laughs> it's like that kind of, it's where a lot of like my favorite bands are from. That's, mm. that's where you want to go and play. You want to like, you want to play Hammersmith. You're like, that's the dream, yeah, you know, yeah. you want to play, you know, all those like venues and then the, those like clubs, they're, they're legendary, yeah, they're legendary yeah. clubs. And, and it's, a, it's a pity that we're going to have to like see if it, it, or wait longer or like work, work even harder to like what was, uh, it was easier before, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so, it. I, I hope you like it. Doesn't like block off cool bands for like keep on pushing like that. Like you know, there's too much people going doing really good stuff, and uh, I hope it still gets out there though. No, exactly. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of. Um it's interesting isn't it because there's uh, you know during lockdown nobody's been touring and so yeah. clearly the uh, you know the the live streaming thing is no replacement for going to a proper gig everybody knows that but at no. the same time it can still happen and so you know i'm sure these things will get refined um a little bit um but yeah it's no replacement for a tour uh, by any means at all uh, so um so hopefully yeah. um hopefully the government um, whoever they may be at the time, uh, will uh, will will you know get their asses in gear and and um, just smooth this out and just make this easier um, because yeah. otherwise, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people missing out. Mm, indeed, yeah, totally. But yeah, not to yeah. worry. I'm sure, as I say, let, let's try and finish on a positive note. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, you know. Uh, I think that I think the thing to do is, as we said earlier, as we established earlier, communicate. Um, hmm. And I think as long as communication takes place across uh, the, from the UK and Europe and the rest of Europe um, uh, communicates with each other as well, then um, I don't think there's any, you know, there's going to be any way to kind of stop this happening. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's too many cities um, across Europe that, that uh, you know, have that sort of creative... Um, uh, hub really that are built on creativity and you, you know you you can't just uh, you can't just chop off your arm and expect everything to be the same you know it's, uh, it's no 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 it's crazy and it, and it'll it'll it, people will like and it's 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 like you said people will like make it happen I think yeah like, that's the fun and that's the, the the good thing about the internet yeah. that we can still like we can talk like uh, like we've never met and we've just had like an amazing chat about music and life and and, and everything. Which is, right. which is which is like something that is unimaginable like 10 or 20 years ago, you know? Absolutely. So there are possibilities. Like if you want to do it, like you'll always be able to do it. But like sometimes like you, you'll have to be headstrong and like keep, keep, uh, keep going forward though. We'll find a way. When you eventually yeah. come to Manchester, uh, oh, I, 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 I want to be there, man. You keep, keep yeah. us posted. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put you on the guest list. Oh, for real. awesome, awesome. <laughs> that'd, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Stephen Verkowen, a.k.a. Yeah. Stiefel, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute honor. Oh, Rob, thank you very much for having me. It was a, it was very, it's a, it was a lot of fun. It was cool talking about like someone as passionate about music as I am. <laughs> Let's do it again sometime. Totally. Don't forget, all the links you need are on the show page. Just go to realrobtaylor.com and search for Stevel. That's S-H-T-E-V-I-L. Get on the guest list while you're there and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Real Rob Taylor. Thank you once again to Stephen Verhauen of Stevel for joining us for this episode. And thank you for listening. The Real Rob Taylor on realrobtaylor.com. The Real Rob Taylor is a Reads More production. All tracks in this show are protected by copyright and have been included with the express permission of the copyright holders. All rights reserved. Play it loud.